Hey everyone, I'm Dave Coriel. And I'm Josh Good. And you're listening to the Unleash the Hive podcast brought to you by Christian Endeavor. At CE, we dive deep into intentional next-gen discipleship and explore what it means to thrive in the midst of chaos. In every episode, we consider how to help young people live, love, and lead in a broken, chaotic, and distraction-filled world. And we do all of this in seven minutes or less. Hey, on today's episode, we are here with Dr. Dave Ron, who has been a leading voice in the youth ministry world for years, most recently as the Senior Vice President for Ministry and the Senior Ministry Advisor for Youth for Christ. Dave, we connected earlier this year, and as we were talking about youth ministry and the current landscape of youth ministry, you mentioned this idea of, of new wineskins being needed, and, and that, that word picture captivated me so mm. powerfully. And so I just wanted to hear more thoughts from you on that. First of all, what, where does this idea, uh, this metaphor of new wineskins come from? It's fun to hear that it captivated you because the first time I read about it, it did the same to me. There's a book published back in 1976, I think, by Howard Snyder called The Problem of Wineskins, and it was subtitled Church Structures in a Technological Age. It turns out that Howard Snyder had presented this paper at the original Lausanne Conference for World Evangelism way back in the early 70s, and he uh, rolled this into a, a really great book, and he, he takes... Jesus' parable, the wineskins, which is directed at the Pharisees, at the religious institutions framework of the day. And, uh, and he unpacks that and says that, you know, the church structures, uh, our programs, uh, our organizational systems, those are wineskins. Those are temporary. They come and go. Things that pop up and they aren't meant to last forever. And uh, they contain the wine. And the wine is the real deal. The wine is the thing that keeps doing new things because, and, and in Snyder's explanation of the parable, this is God, this is the gospel. This is God at work and God won't be bound by our structures. And so sometimes the very act of revitalization is about changing those old wineskins, which are too brittle to handle the wine or the new work that God wants to do. And that was Jesus' teaching. You know, you can't pour new wine into old wineskins because they'll just blow it up. And then when you sort of play this out, it's like we need to always be looking at our structures and our organizational forms in ways that suggest that are we accommodating all that God wants to do or are we kind of sort of dodging the new work that God wants to do because of our insistence on the comfortable old wineskins? There's a lot in there that can be convicting, I think, for us. Right. So as we're in this moment of kind of re-entering ministry work. How does this idea of new wineskins apply to youth ministry work? I'm glad to be talking to you because you, um, uh, Youth for Christ is one of the you know original gangsters, OGs here in, in youth <laughs> ministry, right? But nobody's more original than you guys. <laughs> Christian Endeavor before us, way long before us. In many ways, um, here's, the, here's, here's a really disturbing possibility. It's a, it's a haunting question. When does God want to shut Youth for Christ down or Christian Endeavor down? Not not because they haven't been faithful or haven't done good, but because there is so much clutter in the landscape. Those are really courageous questions to ask. And by the way, people who are doing local church ministry, sometimes you know, this is sometimes where they they kind of climb onto a haughty high ground in, in the face of the of the parachurch world. Every local church also is wineskin bound. 
Mm. That's an, there's an organizational form there. In America, it's called a 501c3. <laughs> we, we just have these, you know, we have attachments. Snyder's book unpacks the fact that, like Sunday school, Sunday school began in 1780 with Robert Rakes in, in England, and yet it's a sacred thing. Well, it's not anymore. <laughs> it used to be a sacred thing. But there's there's a sense of saying, man, what's, this, what's the essence here? So for, for me, the, uh, the practice of professional youth ministry has not been in place since Jesus, right? It's a pretty modern invention, relatively speaking. And we represent, you know, the, the, uh, the arc of our, of our long, of our history. It's not lost on me that God might want to reinvent the whole thing, not to lose kids in the background, but to do something bigger and better and, and deeper. There's data out there, for example, in the National Study of Youth and Religion, uh, that was sort of fascinating to me that of all the churches in the denominations in the, in the study, there was a, a higher degree of spirituality in some measures from the black church and traditional black churches, which they have the least amount of professional representation in youth ministry. Mm. Now you just got to ask the question, well, what's going on here? Why, why, I mean, and I'll, I'm not offering a theory. I'm just saying part of that is me being really attached to what I know the best. I mean, I've been in youth for Christ since 1972. Right. In some way, I mean, the academy, Huntington University, Christian higher education, all of that's invented it's not going to go to heaven. And to the degree that I'm so attached to it, I think I become, I have the same problem that the Pharisees had in Jesus' day, that I get, I, I can put my emphasis on something that doesn't need to be there. And frankly, in my, in my tenure, having started in youth ministry a while ago, I've seen increased a, attachment to professionalization, to programs, maybe even to places in youth ministry that I don't think are warranted by scripture. Dave Ron is one of the senior leaders at Youth for Christ. And Dave, you've given us a lot to think about as we consider the wineskins, those organizational structures that are present in our ministries, many of which have been put on hold or removed because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And this has given us the space to ask those courageous questions about the new wineskins that might be needed to hold the work of God moving forward. And we're just getting started. We're going to continue our conversation with Dr. Dave Ron over the next couple podcast episodes. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Unleash the Hive podcast. For more resources, check out our website, ceworks.faith, and check us out on social media at ceworksfaith. Remember to be intentional as you disciple and unleash the next generation for God's glory. God's glory.